This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Hartnell. This is Zodiac Speaking, a classic gunpoint family podcast. I'm your host, Chris Garcia. One of the most important films of the 1970s was Dirty Harry. And it goes without saying that the Scorpio killer was 100% based on the Zodiac killer. Even so much as so as one of the threats that he made in his letter about shooting out the tires of a bus and picking the kids off one by one as it came bouncing out. Instead, the Scorpio killer buried the bus and it's a long, complicated, but amazingly powerful plot. But really... There's a connection to the Zodiac that must be made, sort of twofold. The first one is that if you were making a story about San Francisco in the 1970s, which starred a cop, the Zodiac, in some way, shape, or form, had to be a part of that. So soaked into the fabric of San Francisco in the early 1970s was the Zodiac that to not include him would seem incomprehensible. But more importantly, the idea of Dirty Harry is a cop who lives beyond the regulation to place order into the world. In essence, it is law enforcement as the ends and the means need no justification whatsoever because they are in pursuit of the law. That's an interesting point, but I think it's also saying something else and why the Scorpio killer and Zodiac idea is so important here. It is the idea that only a cop who goes beyond the regulation can deal with the kind of criminal that the Zodiac, that the Scorpio killer is. And that's key for a number of reasons, but three in particular that come to mind is one, the 1960s and 70s generated the worst serial killers history had ever known. And there are lots of theories about that. Uh, The leaded gasoline theory tends to be my favorite, but there are a bunch out there. And it's also the possibility that the media had actually caught up to reporting on murders like that. These are all possibilities. But the second aspect that is key about that is Zodiac had not been caught. And Dirty Harry was so over the top that only a cop who went beyond the law could theoretically catch the Zodiac, and in the film, the Scorpio Killer, ends up getting caught and killed by Dirty Harry himself. But the third is this interesting idea that I like to sort of put back-to-back with uh, the officer who gets assassinated in The Godfather. And the parallel is really interesting. Officer McCloskey, I think, uh, was a bad cop on the take, who also used excessive force. Dirty Harry Callahan is a good cop, question mark, who uses excessive force only in pursuit of the law. In essence, McCloskey, bad cop, working against the law. Callahan, good cop, working for the law, but with extra legal means. Of course, the classic moment in the whole thing, Callahan stops a bank robbery, kills two of the robbers in the third one. Uh, He has pinned against the wall and says, uh, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world. It'll blow your head clean off. And you got to ask yourself, did I fire six shots or only five? To 
tell you the truth in all the confusion, I've forgotten myself. And of course, the line, do you feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? And of course, when the first says it, and then the robber says, I got to know. And he pulls the trigger and click. Of course, at the end, when he finally shows up with the Scorpio killer, the he knows full well he only has fired five shots. The idea of a super cop being required as to take down a killer like Zodiac, the Scorpio killer in this case, really calls into question who Dirty Harry is based on. And when you look at the writers who wrote for that, John Milius is one of them for sure, you have to sort of ask some questions about the balance. Was the Callahan based on Toshki, for example? And I don't think so. Toshki wasn't known for using extraneous force. He was known for using somewhat devious means, but never to the level that Callahan rose. There were some cops in Los Angeles and a couple in New York who were well known for that. Uh, super cops during the 1930s were well known, of course. Elliot Ness and his Untouchables, for example. But none of them had to deal with killers the like of Zodiac. And this idea of ciphers and codes and so forth that were going on, I think shows a very interesting twist, is that the killer was being shown as super intelligent, and the only thing that could stop them was the blunt force trauma that was Dirty Harry Callahan. Whereas usually the, I don't want to say blunt force, but the, the psychopathic rage that is many serial killers are traditionally taken apart by the genius that is the cops. In essence, Dirty Harry was the inverse of a Sherlock Holmes. It's a wonderful movie. I highly recommend it. The Lalo Schifrin score alone is absolutely worth the price of admission. And it says something about crime and policing and the Zodiac and how much it informed the times. And it was selected for the National Film Registry, which means it was either filling the aesthetic, historical, or cultural importance. And I think in this case, all three of them are true. Mm -hmm.